I like drinking beer and I like talking hockey when I get to do both. I feel pretty lucky. Oh, let's get fucked up. Oh my God, that was chaotic. <laughs> um, so I need to get some towels. My beer just overflowed and there was a mosquito on it as I cracked it open. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm wetting myself right now. I'll let you guys just talk for a little bit. Just don't mind me. What a- what a great start to the chaos that will be this podcast. Just wetting himself with a kraken in the background. <laughs> I understand. And a mosquito, just like, to- yeah, total chaos that's happening there. Well, I guess I, last time I was on, I exploded my beer all over my iPad, so that wasn't great. Oh, so that I, sucks. You got just you got to do that every every single time. There's got to be someone that just has a beverage explosion. That's my worst nightmare, exploding something all over my laptop. No good. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know if Koyman's told you this, but like he poured gross Chinese beer all over uh, Christina's laptop. <laughs> no, that was, was my so- laptop. Oh, it was, sorry. It was his laptop during uh, a draft. <laughs> so it's really par for the course, eh, Koyman's? Yeah, me and beer I can and see hockey it. do not, and, and computers do not mix. Um <laughs> So I don't know what you guys covered, but uh, welcome to another episode of Let's Get Pucked Up. I think the the beginning of that is pretty apt for the amount of chaos that we're probably going to be going through in this episode. Um, so we're doing a re-mock draft because things have changed drastically since last Sunday when I spoke to Scott about this. Um, I am here drinking, trying to drink an old speckled hen, <laughs> a nice distinctive English pale ale, which I got because it was in the make your own six pack section of the liquor store. And it's a tall boy. So you always go for the tall boys there. Just uh, bang for your buck. But uh, I am joined by Scott Dowler, who I see not staring directly into my eyes, but almost there we go. Uh, Scott, how are you doing? What are you drinking? Doing well. Thanks, Robin. Uh, I'm drinking same as last episode, the cheapest beer sort of <laughs> that I could find. Uh, Coors Original or I think it's Coors Banquet. We have the same debate. I don't it's know. It's not Banquet. It doesn't say Banquet on it. It looks like the same colors, but it doesn't say Banquet. I think Banquet might just be the American version. Yeah, it should yeah. be Banquet. I've had Coors Banquet in Canada. Oh, okay. Yeah, me too. And usually that's what this is. But anyway. Canadians have decided they don't like Banquets recently, and it got changed. I don't know. but uh, It's, it's COVID-19 protocols. Can't yeah, have, can't yeah. Be- <laughs> not yeah, exactly. Banquets. <laughs> <laughs> um Wyatt how are you doing all the way down in Winnipeg what are you drinking good Manitoba's on fire but besides that it's going quite well I'm drinking a, a kilter uh brewing for the new movie coming out Space Jam it's a jammy IPA and I think it's better than Space Jam 2 but we'll see <laughs> <laughs> and it's very apt with it's like little Kraken-esque logo on the front there yeah. the so that we're about to do so Good job thematically there, Wyatt. Um, <laughs> yeah, Kilter, that's one that I'm going to definitely be checking out when I'm in Winnipeg for like a week in August. I'm excited for that. Hopefully um, it's not to the ground when you get here. But we'll yeah, see. <laughs> yeah, hopefully Winnipeg doesn't become the next Litton VC, but I guess we'll find <laughs> out. <laughs> um, yeah, so I guess we should just get into it because uh, there's a lot to talk about here. So since... Yeah, since Scott and I did this, teams have made some pretty big moves and changes to the list of players that we thought were going to be protected versus exposed. 
So I guess uh, maybe we'll just kick things off. We're not going to talk about any expert picks or anything like that today. We've got three people on here. I think we're all quasi-experts at this point. Um, (laughs) (laughs) Wyatt shaking his head in fervent disagreement. As he told me before we started this record, he is going to be making his picks live as he goes along. (laughs) (laughs) Which is exactly what Ron Francis should do. And Jim Benning. <laughs> uh, yeah, Jim Benning should have a stiff drink before he starts, I think. Oh, boy. I, I honestly think Ken Holland is more drunk than Jim Benning right now for giving getting that deal for Duncan Keith. That's yeah. true. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. He seems a little out of it. Doesn't yeah. he know you have to pay? You don't have to pay to get overage players these days? Especially when you're the only team in that market that is actually like trying to get Duncan Keith because Duncan Keith wanted to go to like one of three teams and two of them were just like, no, thank you. Basically. (laughs) I don't understand. Yeah. We, we have a lot of, yeah, we could spend like hours talking about these different trades and who won and whatnot and just lambasting Ken Holland. But uh, I think I'm going to jump into telling you, who I ended up choosing for my pick from the Anaheim Ducks, and then we'll go around the horn. So um, I changed my pick this time around to Hayden Flurry. I used to have Josh Mahura on there. And the main reasoning was that I need, as I was going through and reorganizing, I needed more players with 20, 21, 22 contracts, and Hayden Flurry has one. And he's also capable of playing right D. So those were the main things that it came down to for me. Um, Scott, did you uh, make any changes to your Anaheim Ducks pick? I can't even remember who my original team was. I threw that out. It's gone. Okay. Over it. You you had, I think you had Mahura as well. Oh, okay. Well, I guess he was still available this time, but I also took Hayden Flurry. And I think for me, it also came down to being a right defenseman, which was something I went through later i did i did this a few times today i spent yeah. at least an hour on this and i went through and i was like holy shit i have like no right d so then i kind of revamped everything and then it took me forever yeah when troy stetcher is like your number one right d you know you're in a bit of trouble and uh that's what that's what my my uh, first run through was like and i was just like oh i need to make some <laughs> serious changes not not that hayden flurry is much of an upgrade he's not a number one right d or anything but i, I just needed more bodies on the right side yeah, um, yeah, Wyatt, have you uh, made your pick for Anaheim? You, you bet. I so for full disclosure, I'm not going to pick anyone that you pick. So if you if you <laughs> going to go in a complete different direction to make this podcast stand out a little bit more. Big so for the for the only other listener that listens, so, <laughs> uh, which was me. But uh, so I, I'm going to go with Alexander Volkov. Um, so I was debating between him or Shattenkirk, uh, because they're like decent and I like to overpay for my bottom six wingers. So give me, give me Volkov. Yeah. Volkov is, uh, many experts are picking Volkov. So you might actually be more on the money than we are, but, uh, yeah, we'll give that one to Wyatt round one. Um, (laughs) so let's, uh, move on down to the Arizona coyotes. So I think, both of us picked the same last time, Scott, uh, with picking Aiden Hill. Obviously, he is no longer an Arizona Coyote. He was traded to the San Jose Sharks, uh, leaving pretty slim pickings. I was between 
another right D and Ilya Labushkin or Christian Fisher. And I ended up going with Christian Fisher. Um, yeah. Except Christian Fisher is the D. No, I know. He's a right winger. I, I, I decided I was going to go with uh, – I needed some grit on my fourth line, so I picked Christian Fisher. Scott, he'll, become, he'll do both. Yeah. He, <laughs> he's the next uh, poor man's Brent Burns. Or <laughs> maybe more like a Mark Pissick, actually. <laughs> um, so, Scott, who did you pick from Arizona this time around? So, are we always, like, making Wyatt go last here because he's uh, he wants to avoid picking who we pick? Yeah, I think we have to, just by okay, the okay. just by the ramifications that Wyatt has set out for the, now, the specifications that he set out, I guess. <laughs> Wyatt, do you have cap-friendly open so you can click these and notice when you're at, like, $25 million over the cap? Oh, you bet. You, oh. It is. <laughs> Raring. It's, got, it's going right now. <laughs> Just double-checking, you know. <laughs> um, okay, so for me, I took Michael Bunting because he's young. He's on a cheap contract. He did well at the end of last well, year. Funny you should say he's on a cheap contract because the fact of the matter is he is not on a contract at all. Oh, true. He's a UFA. Yeah. <laughs> No contracts. <laughs> I signed that bastard. But you could probably, but you could probably pick him and sign him for like one million a year for sure. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah, so that's a, a decent, a decent uh, pick there. I think that I think it would make sense to pick him and sign him for cheap. I think they could do that. Uh, Wyatt, what do you think? Uh, I am picking Tyler Pitlick. Is the all name team? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, Tyler Pitlick. He makes 1.75. That's insane. <laughs> like, because I've never heard of him before. Uh, but he's like 29 and plays right wing. So that must be good, right? So, yeah, you went with the, based on the process of elimination, you had to pick like the five years older, like $700,000 <laughs> more expensive, but basically the same as Christian Fisher player. <laughs> and he's another bottom six four because you, you got to build from the bottom up, right? Yeah. I think Pitlick to I, the Jim I, Benning philosophy. <laughs> the, Jim, the, Jim, the Jim Benning strategy. <laughs> to be fair to Pitlick, I think he did play some minutes in their like middle six this year. And for a little while, he was playing like 17 minutes a game when they had a few injuries. But yeah. I, I, uh, to quote John Tortorella, that's really good for Taylor Pit, Tyler Pitlick. That's really bad for the Arizona Coyotes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For sure. So uh, without further ado, we will move on to the Boston Bruins. Um, I kept my pick the same for this one. I picked Jeremy Lausanne before and I'm sticking with it. He's a cheap right-hand defenseman. Actually, I don't know if he's right-handed, but he can play the right side. Uh, 24 and he's signed for next year. So it's a lot of, it's a lot of things that I need. Uh, Scott, how about you? Um, I took Nick Ritchie. Uh, you know, you need some guys to bang and crash, and he was the guy for me. Yeah, I was I was close to picking Nick Ritchie when I saw he was exposed. He 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 was enticing. He scored like 15 goals this year in the shortened season, which was pretty pretty good for him. So yeah, not a bad pick. Uh, Wyatt, what are you thinking? Uh, I'm gonna agree with both of you from last time, and I'm gonna go with Andre Kasha. Uh, because he, I think he's, this is the year he really breaks out. As <laughs> breaks I, said, his, I think you, I think you meant to say breaks his leg. <laughs> As I say every year with Patrick Laine when he was in the chest, this is the year he really <laughs> breaks out. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
he has the most skill of all of their players available. He just can't can't catch a break in terms of uh, staying healthy. So I I had trouble with uh, being tempted at all by Andre Kasha, but I I, I understand. Um, move along to the Buffalo Sabers. So for this one, I I think last time I took Asplund, but he's not available anymore. So I took uh, Billy Borgen, right <laughs> right D. Um, cousin of Smorgas, Smorgas Borgen. Uh, yeah, <laughs> unfortunately, he was exempt from the pickings, but uh, <laughs> Billy Borgen's on my team. Uh, Scott, who did you pick? Well, Billy Borgen, you and I should uh, GM a team together there, Robin. Yeah, I think we do just fine. I think um, I read his name somewhere, and that's where I went with it. I was just like, again, yeah. looking at the Sabres list, I'm just like, fuck, do I have to? <laughs> <sighs> it's like when I read the Canucks list. Like, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> me too. Tell me about it. <laughs> now, I'm looking at my trades that I've written down. I do, I do have some of these players getting involved, but I think I have to wait till later to make these trades because I have to package them with other players that I acquire. So I'll I'll leave the trades for now. Um, Wyatt, who do you like from the Buffalo Sabers? I really want to pick Jeff Skinner <laughs> <laughs> because he's he's gonna rebound on a new team because he's that good. Uh, but I he's went cheap. with uh, yeah, not not bad, pretty cheap overall contract. Uh, but good, good Markham boy, Jeff Skinner. I went with uh, Brian McCabe's brother, Jake McCabe. Oh, okay. Keeping in the the McCabe family. Nice. Um, He also lit up NA, so that's sweet. Yeah. So why why did you go with Jake McCabe? Uh, I don't think I have any defense yet, so I'm going to (laughs) pick some defense. Just like my draft strategy. Oh, I should really get some defense. (laughs) So so he is a UFA, uh, just so you know. Yeah, but he'll. They'll, they'll sign him. They'll sign him. It's, okay, you're you're pretty confident. It's Seattle. They're gonna they're gonna have like a celebrity go up to him and be like, "Hey, do you want to sign here really cheaply?" And I'm like, "Yeah, cool, sweet." Yeah, just they'll <laughs> drag Ben Gibbard out to offer him a contract or something. <laughs> <laughs> um. All right. So we'll move it along to the Calgary Flames, and nothing has changed for me with the Calgary Flames. They did expose Mark Giordano, and I feel like it's got to be Giordano that gets picked. Um, Scott, you were of the mindset that Giordano was going to be, well, we both kind of were of the mindset that he was going to, that there was a good chance he was going to be protected because we thought that Calgary wasn't going to just float out their, their captain who's meant so much to them and won a Norris trophy two years ago, but there he is. So you can't pick Chris Tanev anymore. Who are you going to pick? <laughs> yeah, fuck. I mean, I wanted to pick every ex Canuck that was out there, but there's not many because they all suck. So um, <laughs> they're all retired <laughs> or overpaid. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I'm surprised that Mark Giordano actually ended up being exposed. What the fuck? <laughs> fuck Calgary. Everyone hates Calgary. And this just like adds to it for me. Why do you do that to your franchise player? I know he's old accepting that he's old why do you do that why so to me then i was like okay they're obviously gonna protect him and then i started reading and apparently the price to protect a player probably depending on who it is is a first and a third round pick i was like what the fuck okay 
for sure. You're not going to pay that. And then what's going to happen when you think about that, that's a really good price to ask because if you trade Mark Giordano at the trade deadline, you're probably getting a first round pick for him. Yeah. So I think um, Seattle did a pretty good job of, well, you know, putting people over the barrel on that one <laughs> and <laughs> showing them the 50 uh, sticks. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> I guess Mark Giordano's gone and he'd be, he'd make a good face of your franchise if you're not going to take one of the other faces out there. So Mark Giordano was my pick. Yeah. yeah, I think, I think it has to be, but of course for Wyatt, it cannot be. So <laughs> Wyatt, who are you going to pick from the Calgary Flames? Young Ooch. Oliver Shillington. Oliver, Oliver Shillington, they're going to they're gonna see how much they can get for, to for, try to like not pick Mark Giordano, and they're just going to pick Oliver Shillington. Excellent pronunciation, by the way, of Shillington. He is, uh, it is a, a soft K. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm a doctor, so I know how to pronounce those soft Ks. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he, he's Swedish, and I never know in Swedish if I'm supposed to say K or Sh, like... Uh, little piece of trivia the team that most people think is called uh, Skeleftia in the SHL is actually Sheleftio. So there you go. Cool. Actually, I might, I'm, actually, I might so, be wrong. On, I might be wrong on that one. <laughs> is Christina's name actually Shristina? Yeah, it's actually <laughs> Shristina. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to call that from now on. <laughs> every, every name just has sh attached to it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so moving on to the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, things did not change much for me. I am still picking Jake Bean. I think he's got a lot of promise, and he can run a power play starting this year for them. Um, Scott, who did you go with? God, you and I are boring. Oh, <laughs> God. I also <laughs> took Jake Bean. Um, why wouldn't you take Jake Bean? To me... I tried in my mind to make a trade so that they wouldn't take Jake Bean. And once again, I was like, I'm not paying that price. So you can yeah. have Jake Bean and I'm going to cry into my pillow. So yeah. Jake Bean it is. Yeah, I think it's going to be hard for teams to make those trades to like protect an extra player. If anything, I think my trades, hypothetical trades that I made were mostly about um, paying paying an extra price for them to pick up a specific player instead rather than have someone protected. Um, but yeah, we'll get to that in a bit. Uh, Wyatt, you can't have Jake Bean. Who do you want from Carolina? Not even on my radar. Um, <laughs> obviously, obviously, it's the best name in the NHL, Morgan Geeky. Because <laughs> he likes going to museums like a, like another former Hurricanes player. I'm surprised. Yet. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> based on your track record of picking UFAs, I'm surprised you didn't go for the... the, uh, <laughs> the the obvious museum choice there and Dougie Hamilton, but uh, what, Morgan what museum in Seattle, there are no museums in Seattle. Uh, I'm sure there are, but I <laughs> <laughs> checkmate, sir. I don't know what the names of any of them are. Um, I've, I've been there before. I just, I didn't spend time going to the museums, but I'm sure there's museums. There's at least like a, like a Starbucks museum. Yeah. Or like a, <laughs> or like a grunge museum or something. Ooh, yeah, oh yeah, it's mausoleum or something. Or a Fraser <laughs> Museum. There's got to be a Fraser Museum. They if they don't get Kelsey Grammer to pick one of the the draft picks, it's a total waste of time. It's a lost season. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'll go with Morgan Geeky. I don't know who he is, but he seems cool. So 
<laughs> it's actually not a bad pick, but I don't understand how Jake Bean was nowhere on your radar and then you pick Morgan Geeky. But, right. I um, don't understand. <laughs> yeah. So Chicago Blackhawks. Um, I think the guy I picked on this team before has been protected. That was Riley Stillman. So I ended up going with Adam Godette. Um, I think he's still got some potential. He he looked good as a third line center for Vancouver for a while there, and then just gave the whole team COVID and pissed everyone off. So yeah, what, um, what happened there? <laughs> Weird that he got traded really randomly. <laughs> yeah, he got basically scapegoated for their whole COVID thing, I think, and uh, sent away. Oh, we lost Robin. Oh, boy. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> so my internet cut out there for a sec, but I think hopefully most of what I said could be salvaged there. And uh, I just will move it on to Scott for his Chicago Blackhawks pick. Well, once again, Robert and I are taking all the same guys because that's what we do. And I took ex-Canuck Adam Godet just so that he could sabotage the rival for the Canucks down the I-5. That was the whole thought process. Nice. So, so you're you're thinking he's going to take down the Canucks from the inside as well, just like or sorry, take down the Blackhawks from the inside, just as he did the Canucks. Um, <laughs> the crack it, come on. Oh, you're right. <laughs> sorry, this whole internet issue is throwing me for a loop. But uh, you're right, the Kraken. So, uh, Wyatt, who are you going to take now that Godet's gone? Big Z, Nikita Zadorov, because he's a defenseman and makes a lot of money. <laughs> How's your uh, cap hit looking right now? <laughs> uh, oh, can I can I search that? Oh, I guess so. It should it should like update each time you pick someone at the top of the screen. Right now, my projected cap hit is three million dollars. That's definitely not possible. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, no, but, although although what? if you pick all UFAs and RFAs, maybe that is possible. Yeah. Oh, maybe. <laughs> I have- I have two UFAs and I have one, two, three, four, five RFAs. I have not picked <laughs> You are not going to make the 2021 22 contracts threshold. <laughs> oh, we're not done yet, Coimans. Okay, it's going to be pure contracts from here on out. So, um, so that being said, you obviously are not allowed to pick Gabriel Landeskog from the Colorado Avalanche up next. Um, uh, so my choice has changed on this one. I originally chose Ryan Graves. He is now with New Jersey. So I've switched over to taking Eunice Donskoy. Um, Scott, how about you? Well, thank God we picked somebody different for once. <laughs> and I took JT Kopfer because he's younger and making the same amount of money. That was my only reasoning, which is shitty. But, you know, you never know. Yeah. No, I get it. I, I hear you. I think JT Comfer is a decent enough player. I just think Don Scott was better this last season, and I'll just go with most like recency bias. Um, Wyatt, who are you taking? All right, well, I will not take Gabriel Landestog, but I will take Brandon Saad. <laughs> <laughs> Another UFA. But you, <laughs> never, but you, never, you never said I wasn't allowed to take Brandon Saad, so I'm taking uh. Brandon as a spite UFA pick. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that makes it. me sad. <laughs> <laughs> all right fair enough i guess by like the mere loop, <laughs> sheer loophole you were able to figure that out and uh it's it's that kind of innovative thinking that the seattle kraken will need to have when they're making their picks finding all those loopholes as well um 
I just yeah. wish he chose Eric Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's because the, Eric Johnson has the highest cap hit on the team. So that would be, yeah, classic Wyatt. Um, so let's move it along to the Columbus Blue Jackets. So for this one, a bit of a surprise, maybe, that Max Domi was left unprotected. Um, so far, I've picked pretty cheap players, so I'm going to splurge a little here and dip into the savings for Max Domi. Um, yeah, why not? I figure a change of scenery is going to help him. I think he's still a decent enough player. I think he just sucks in the John Tortorella system, or at least I'll just chalk it up to that. I'll, I'll give him a free pass for last year. Scott, what are you thinking? Well, this is one of the picks that I went back and forth on once I realized I was well over the cap on the first team that I chose. <laughs> so I tried Kevin Stemlund on for size and I decided, nah. Yeah, too boring. And too boring. So Max told me it was my pick as well. And I figured, you know, he'd be a pretty good one A center for, and there's only a year to commit to him. That was kind of the motivation for taking him for me. For sure. So, uh, Wyatt, now that we've taken the most expensive and enticing name, you are stuck with not a whole lot. So we're forcing you to take someone that you probably don't want to take. I am taking Dean Kukin. <laughs> <laughs> and I hope they announce it just like that. Dean Kukin? <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's... He seems like the biggest cap hit that I could find for defense. <laughs> so, there's that. Yeah. So he's got to be good if he's getting paid <laughs> 1.8 million and 1.65 million. Um, yeah. I don't know anything really about Dean Kukin, but I saw some experts pick him. So maybe he's okay. Um, we'll move along to Dallas, man. I had a tough time with Dallas. They, after trading Jason Dickinson and getting rid of Anton Hudobin, they really left you nothing. So this is really sad. I was between between Tanner Kiro and Joel Hanley. And I ended up going with Joel Hanley just because I, I don't know. I, I think at the end of the day, I just needed another defenseman just that you can throw <laughs> into the AHL. Um, Scott, <laughs> how about you? What did you do? Who the fuck is Joel Hanley? <laughs> it's actually Any- Joel. Oh, Joel it's actually Yoel Hanley. <laughs> Yoel. Oh, great. <laughs> <laughs> he's 30 where did he come from never heard of him has he played an nhl game before i think he had eight points all assists this last year <laughs> wow i think that's you what i saw up? yeah and i looked up tanner kiro too and he had like 10 points and i was like i'll take the eight point defenseman over the 10 point forward well this is another one i also had a tough time with thank god i didn't make the same choice as you because that's just weak, Robert. Yeah, that would be so sad if we both picked Joel Hanley. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Yoel Hanley. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. I went at, okay, so I actually picked based on position to start. So I went through in a random order, and Dallas was like the last team I picked because I just couldn't fucking find anything. I chose Andre Sekera because I figured they can trade him at the deadline, get something for him. I don't even know if they can get much for him like they maybe you get a seventh round pick for Andre Sekera at this point I don't know <laughs> um, yeah I know but I don't know if you get anything for Joel Hanley so that's fair he met the contracts he's you know cheap it is what it is yeah 
You might Wyatt, mind. Yeah, sorry. Wyatt, what are you thinking? Ben Bishop, the goalie. I'm going Ben Bishop because I need to hit the cap floor. <laughs> and <laughs> I he, think you're going to do it. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he seems good. I was either, it was between him or Jamie Alexiak, but then I realized he is a UFA, so I couldn't pick him. <laughs> <laughs> it's never stopped you before. Um, yeah, so let's uh, let's move it along from the boring Dallas Stars to the boring Detroit Red Wings. So I guess they left a couple options, but uh, I ended up switching from – I chose Nemesnikov last time. I switched to Troy Stetcher just because I wanted another right-hand D. Um, yeah, that's pretty much my rationale for that one. Scott, how did you uh, fare with the Detroit Red Wings? Sadly, the same as you. Yeah. Right. The yeah. Always go for the ex Canuck. But he he was really good in the world championships, though. Yeah. Yeah, he was decent. I mean, that's a, a very small uh, <laughs> piece of evidence to go off of, but sure. <laughs> so was Adam Henrique. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Wyatt, uh, who are you thinking? I went with Vladislav Nemestikov. We can move on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and we move along to the Edmonton Oilers, who are also very boring. Um, I didn't change my pick here. I went with Tyler Benson. Just figured he'd be good to have in the system, and he's not going to make the team opening night. Um, Scott, who did you pick? I stuck with my original and took Kyle Turris. He can win a face-off, apparently. So Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so Zoom's doing weird shit. Um, we're back, though, and Scott was leaving us off with talking about Kyle Turris as his pick for the Edmonton Oilers. Is there anything else you wanted to add about Kyle Turris there, Scott? Uh, no. Okay. Uh, Wyatt, <laughs> that's, that's fair. That's more. We already gave him more airtime than he deserves. Um, Wyatt, who are you going to pick from the Edmonton Oilers? Dominic Cahoon, the <laughs> German legend. Bit of a, yeah. a bit of a stretch, but um, uh, so, he was on he was on the silver medal Olympic team. Clemens. Yeah, because he's German and he can carry it. He can hold a hockey stick, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, that, you're you're really going to be struggling soon to to meet those 2021 20, <laughs> 22 contracts, Wyatt. He's oh. picking nonstop RFAs and UFAs. Oh, just wait. Just wait. You say that like you have a plan, but you very just (laughs) distinctly told us, I have no plan. I am picking as I go along. As one famous GM said, I just ran out of time. (laughs) (laughs) Who said that? (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Couldn't sign a aforementioned 35 40 goal score because we ran out of time. (laughs) who, who, Who is this that you're referring to, Wyatt? <laughs> I don't know. The thing is, first or last name is Jimbo. I don't know. <laughs> Might be the clown is his last name. I don't know. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's carry on before we wound Scott any further. Um, Did Benning actually do that? What is that quote from? Well, Ty- yeah. Tyler Toffoli, I think, is what he's referring oh, to. He was like, <laughs> we ran out of time on Tyler Toffoli. <laughs> I'm like, it's not, it's uh, not a game. Oh, like, I know he's such a buffoon. <laughs> like, did his Blackberry not work? Like, you know, 
<laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> yeah. Uh, All right. Yeah. Jim Benning. What a guy. So uh, <laughs> the Florida Panthers uh, with their expert GM, Bill Zito, one of the three, one of, one of the runners up for GM of the year to Lou Lamorello. He has left a few interesting guys exposed. Um, so we've all heard the rumblings about Chris Drieger. Um, but aside from that, we've also got Frank Vetrano, who is a pretty serviceable forward who's been left exposed, surprisingly. And maybe it shouldn't be a surprise, but Nolachari is a pretty versatile guy. He doesn't put up a ton of offense, but he would be a great uh, fourth liner to have. Um, that all being said, I still went with Chris Drieger, just uh, based on the everything that I'm hearing. Um, Scott, who did you go with? Chris Drieger, based on everything I was hearing as well. Uh, I looked at Petrano hard, and I had him on one of my many versions, trying to get under the cap. But yeah. that wasn't helping me. So, <laughs> so Wyatt, today's your lucky day. You've got some guys with contracts for the next year who are actually serviceable players. I had, I had no idea who you guys were listening to, but the people that were talking to me were saying Marcus Nudivara. <laughs> and so I picked Nudivara because it's a funny name and he has a lot of money and he's not going to UFA. <laughs> uh, what, what team building? Um, no, like Nudivar is not a terrible pick, but like, yeah. Okay. Um, all right. Moving along to the Los Angeles Kings. And here's where I have my first trade that impacts my, or my first like transaction that impacts my pick. So in my notes, I have written down that the Kings have given Rasmus Kupari to the Seattle Kraken and under the stipulation that they take Jonathan Quick. Oh, so I am taking Jonathan Quick and I'm getting Rasmus Kupari into my farm system. Um, Scott, how did uh, the Kings go for you? Uh, I took the best available young defenseman, Hale Clegg. Yeah, Clegg was who I was going to pick, I think, um, until I decided to overthink it and add that stipulation <laughs> with Rasmus Kupari. So, uh, Wyatt, what did you do now that you can't take Jonathan Quick, the, the guy with the most money? Uh, I picked Austin Wagner. That's yeah, a surprisingly reasonable pick. He's got yeah. a contract. He's got a contract. He's young. He's fast. Yeah, my minimum, cap, my minimum cap hit is $31 million right now, so I'm getting real close to $48 million. <laughs> And let's not forget that you have to pay all those UFAs and RFAs too eventually. So um, uh, that's Francis' job. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, expert scout Wyatt Janowski. Um, <laughs> so we'll move along to the Minnesota Wild. They also had some pretty interesting options. Um, things changed quite a bit though with uh, with the buyouts. With well, I guess we talked about the buyouts. I think already. Um, but Cam Talbot, I think I originally had as being available, but they ended up making Capo Kakanen available. Um, yeah, I, I think I'm, I can't remember. I might've even done this before. No, I think we did this before the buyouts. So I think I took Matt Dumba, but yeah, you did. Yeah. So things have changed a lot. I'm taking Capo Kakanen now. Um, Scott, who are you taking? Capo Kakanen. I don't know why they left him exposed. I figured they'll probably try and make a deal, but 
Good luck. Honestly, Kapo Kakinen, um, I think we're thinking maybe more highly of him than we should because he ended up with a 902 save percentage this year. He started out really hot. Like he was a Calder, like one of the top three like front runners for the first half of the year. Then he slowed down, but I still think he's got some potential for sure. Um, Wyatt, who are you taking? Uh, the sousiest boy in Minnesota, Carson Sousies. <laughs> a little ex- extra S on the end there for, for flavor. Um, That's his NHL nickname because they, they're so original. Like Gold Sousies. Caulfield. <laughs> yeah, Gold Cof- Caulfield. Yeah, um, Capo Kakinen would be just like khaki or something like that. <laughs> nope, um, okay. Yeah, yeah it's probably, he's probably KK just because freaking – yeah, like like Cotton Yemi <laughs> as well. I didn't I didn't get that into one of my gripes last time I was on the podcast with you. Why I didn't quite make it, but that yeah, that bugs me that they call Cotton Yemi KK. Um, anyway, that's enough of this. We'll move on to the Montreal Canadiens. So this one was also pretty interesting. Um, I originally had Jake Evans, but they ended up protecting Jake Evans, and now they've got. Uh, the for well, I don't know if we mentioned it on air, but uh, Carey Price waving his no-move clause. They've got Shea Weber exposed, although he's probably just the corpse of Shea Weber at this point. Um, they've got Jonathan Drouin available, but we don't really know what is going on with Jonathan Drouin. So given all the uncertainty around Weber, Drouin, and also Price, as mentioned, might need some sort of surgery, um, I ended up just going boring and safe with Brett Kulak. Um <laughs> Scott, who did you go with? Uh, this was like Dallas for me, except there were so many amazing choices to fill out your roster with. Uh, I'm not going to lie. When I started, Carey Price was all over it. And I couldn't fit players in under the cap because of him, so I had to get rid of him. I took Kale Flurry, minor league defenseman. Oh, so you got the, the Flurry brothers in there now. Exactly, yeah. yeah. I'm going to hire Theo Flurry as a consultant. <laughs> I have no idea if they're, I don't think they're related, but I'm sure it'll work anyway. Um, Wyatt, who are you taking? I think we all know. Uh, I'm taking Jonathan Druin. Oh, surprise. (laughs) Here we go. Hot take. As much as I want Carey Price to be picked, and I think it would be like a no, no brainer, especially like, because he's from the West coast. Um, uh, I don't know how, much Mark Bergman is like kind of trying to like mind fuck Seattle being like, well, he's, he's injured. He might not play next year because I think he like panicked and he's like, Oh my God, this is going to blow up in my face. How can I fix this? Oh, he's injured and he won't play at all next year. So uh, I'll pick Druin. Yeah. I think it's going to be like less drama and just, having Drew. Sorry. I'm just, good. I'm just shocked that they care this much about Jake Allen. Like, <laughs> yeah, weird, yeah, me right? too. Jake Allen was a serviceable backup for sure. Like he filled in well when he needed to, but he doesn't have the best track record and he makes now their goaltending. If they still keep the both of them has gone down from 15 million to like 13 and a half this year, which is still way too much. This is an opportunity for them to see what they have in Caden Primo. I thought, uh, and just mm-hmm. let Jake Allen get selected because Caden Primo is supposedly one of the top goaltending prospects out there. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's interesting, but I've, I'm still like, not taking praise. 
Oh man, I hope he actually gets claimed though. That'd be so yeah. awesome. Like yeah. it would look great as the final stamp on Bergevin's shitty reign as GM. You mean you mean a candidate of GM of the year? <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. But I, Watch. I hear I hear the owners really want to select price, but all of the hockey ops people in Seattle are like, we cannot do this. No. Oh, which really? is, okay. Which is hilarious to see that divide right there. I would, yeah, I wouldn't touch him. He's 10.5 million for another like five years or whatever. Yeah, that's I mean, insane, hey? 39 year old goaltender with a 10.5 cap hit is not a good idea. Yeah, uh, that is, I, it is crazy. And, and I mean, he was great in these playoffs. Like, don't get me wrong. It's just, I've seen, <laughs> I've seen too much shittiness from his regular season play in the last seven years or so. Yeah. And honestly, when I actually tried to take him every time, it was really hard to fill out a roster. Yeah. Which is pretty interesting. It, yeah, it basically means you, you're, you like, right at the cap already after just doing the expansion draft, and then you can't really, like, dip into free agency. Like, they say they want to have maximum money for free agency, so. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly what happened to me. It's yeah. kind of funny. So, yeah, I think we're smarter than we let on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Move on to the Nashville Predators. So this one, there's some interesting stuff available here. Let's see what I did. Interesting uh, stuff. Most of it's shit. <laughs> <laughs> Overpaid <Welcome>. shit. <laughs> so I'm going to – I don't know if this makes sense yet. I, can, I think I have to do this later. Um, so I'm just going to – yeah, I think I still need to round out my picks before I can – finalize what I'm going to do here but so I'll just take Callie Arncroke for now and um we'll always we'll come fi- back to we'll find we'll find we'll find out what happens later to be continued uh Scott who did you take uh Callie Yarncroke. I'm shocked that Nashville went with a five defenseman three forward protection list I think Yarncroke's got good potential I'm even more shocked that they protected Tanner Janot or whatever it was as one of their <laughs> forwards instead of Yarncroke. Tanner who? Gino? <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, uh, G-Not. <laughs> Tanner G-Not. He doesn't wear jeans. T- oh. <laughs> he's, a never, he's a never nude. Oh, okay. Or no, that would, that would be always wearing jeans. Sorry. Um, Those are cut. Cut off. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, sorry, sorry for my brutal uh, attempted French pronunciation there. Why you had it spot on with the, the prairie dialect just uh, reminds me of going to the university of saskatchewan and walking into marquis hall on the first day and just uh uh yeah um so yeah did uh so we've got yarn crock yarn crock who are you taking wyatt maddie duchene taking <laughs> taking a flyer on duchene because he is going to light it up next year. Eight, $8 million cap hit that I really need to have in my team. <laughs> need that money. <laughs> All right. I actually like it. I like it. Chip on his, he's he's, he's, he's going to be good. He's going to have a chip on his shoulder. Dave Hackstall is going to inspire him because that's. If, oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I keep forgetting that these guys are going to another team. <laughs> like Dave Hackstall. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. So, um, yeah, should be exciting. I, I do think Matt Deshane can do well when he gets away from Nashville. Not necessarily like old school Matt Deshane level, but he's still good for another like 60 point season, I think. 
Wait, did um, they post Pekka Rene even though he retired? Yes. <laughs> that, are they hoping that someone is sleeping? And they're like, they're like well, Rene. <laughs> well, he is a UFA, Wyatt, so... Uh, that wouldn't help me. Surprised, I'm, I'm surprised you're not diving in there, but... Um, all right, so the New Jersey Devils. Um, things changed maybe a tiny bit for the New Jersey Devils with acquiring Ryan Graves. Um, signing Michael McLeod to an extension since we talked. And so this has affected my pick a little bit because I originally went with Bast- Nathan Bastion and then I switched to Michael McLeod by the end of the podcast. But I am coming back home to Nathan Bastion on this one. Um, Scott, who are you thinking? Uh, I took Andreas Janssen. Yeah, that's fair. I mean... He had a bad year this year with New Jersey, but I think he's got potential to to rebound with a if he gets a better opportunity. Although I think the problem is if I were to have picked him, he would have been on my third or fourth line, so he wouldn't have yeah. had a better opportunity. I put him on my third line, I think. Yeah. Um, Wyatt, who are you taking? PK Subban. <laughs> like, oh my gosh! Give me that nine million dollar. Oh, the cap. Oh, I can't wait to see your cap. <laughs> <laughs> and and it's a 21 22 20 uh 22 I, I know you did you congratulations you made one of the the specifications you're supposed to but you are well on your way to having a 160 million dollar cap for your team <laughs> pk suban is going to light it up next year it's gonna be great hold on is that pm breeze over there oh no <laughs> no <laughs> Yeah, who are you LTIRing from all of these picks? What? Uh, like half the team. <laughs> <laughs> Just get him ready for the playoffs, baby. Can I, can I pick Chris Pronger and Pavel Datsuk still? <laughs> are they on the board? I think that they are exempt. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the Islanders. Let's see. Okay, so this one changed last minute for me. I... I was going to still stick it to GM Lou and take Otto Koivula and not rid him of any of his, uh, any of his cap hits that are hurting him right now. But I then made a specification that he is giving me Bodie wild in order to take either Josh Bailey or Jordan Eberle. And based on my plans, I will have more right wingers than I will left. So I don't need Eberle. So I took Josh Bailey. So I get Bodie wild and Josh Bailey. Um, Scott, what are you thinking? Nice trade. Well done. Mm-hmm. Good job, Lou. <laughs> um, I went simple here and I took Kiefer Bellows and I'm going to throw him in the minors. Fair enough. And uh, Wyatt, who are you taking away from GM Lou? Jordan Eberly. How do you expose Jordan Eberly? Like, I'm just going to take him because he scored a really cool world junior goal. So <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> And he has a beard now, which is kind of cool. So, yeah. Are you sure that was? There's no one. He can't have a beard. He's on a Lou Lamorello team. Facial hair is not allowed. I think they were allowed to for the playoffs. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because after game one, like, Al Palmieri had, like, a giant beard. <laughs> I was like, is that just from like, the intermissions? <laughs> <laughs> he just threw, like, Rogaine on his face. He missed it so much. <laughs> but, yeah, I choose Jordan Everly. Yeah. Sweet. All right, so we'll move it along to the New York Rangers. Things did not change for me on this one, so I took Colin Blackwell. 
Um, Scott, who did you take? Same here. Yeah. Boring, predictable Colin Blackwell. Um, Wyatt, who did you take? Isn't this crazy how Barkley Goodrow is getting a six-year deal at like $3.6 million just because he won two cups on a stacked team? That, is I he, find that is insane. He? I didn't hear that. Yeah. Never they, heard signed that. Him, they signed him today. Oh. Isn't that right. crazy? Isn't that crazy? Like that's like Brandon Tanev, but like I guess very similar to Brandon Tanev. Yeah, like that's that's a, that's an actually like spot on comparable. Like uh, I think that Barkley Goodrow is like a slightly better, maybe Brandon Tanev, but pretty similar to Brandon Tanev. Yeah, I yeah, I just don't get it. It's weird. Mm-hmm. Um, I will pick. There's not a lot of Goodrow. Take Goodrow. <laughs> there's not a lot of people here, but there's there are not a lot of good players to pick. But I'll probably pick Anthony Batetto. <laughs> I guess former Jet. Wait, wait, no, I won't pick Anthony. I'll pick. Uh, I, <laughs> wait, I no. More, I we need more forwards. Julian Gauthier. <laughs> it's, it's actually not a bad pick. He was a. I think he was a former first round pick, and he. Has not quite lived up to his potential, but he could still do something. I really didn't want to pick Anthony D'Angelo. That's the last last yeah. thing. On. Yeah, that'll just destroy the room for sure. No chance Seattle's <laughs> making it to the playoffs with D'Angelo there. All right. Yeah. It's the Ottawa Senators. I uh, didn't change my pick. I am still taking Chris Tierney. Scott, who are you taking from the Senators? Okay, from the Senators, uh, I had a trade. And, uh, well, basically they take Joey Decord and throw him in the minors because they need a goalie down there. But in order to take Joey Decord, they traded Pierre Maguire in a first. Uh, <laughs> even though the Kraken were already going to take Decord. Uh, and they made this very clear. You so need to take Pierre, Pierre Maguire off our hands. You made a mistake. <laughs> it has become so evident within problem. the first 48 hours. <laughs> this is a win, even though they traded the 10th overall pick. For them to take a guy they're already going to take just you know hot take <laughs> what a mo- yes. what a monster trade <laughs> <laughs> wait is yes. dion finish still available can i, can I take <laughs> <laughs> double dion <laughs> uh, um so it's some some good outside of the box thinking there scott i like it i think that you have uh Really help the Sens out long term. So quiet. <laughs> uh, Evgeny, don't call me Daddy Dadanov <laughs> because he's 32 and has a contract for next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, like sure, it's not a terrible <laughs> pick, but like your cap hit is just—it's—it's it's hurting me. Um, right now. That's 67.6 million. Yeah, it sounds about right. Um, (laughs) That's pretty good. So for the Philadelphia Flyers, I am going to help Wyatt out by taking the highest price player off the board. I am taking Jakob Voracek, who I took last time as well. He did end up being available. And I think he's one of the, he's still overpaid a little, but he's one of the more actually like consistent producers that's available. He still might be able to hit a 70-point season at some point in his career. 
So I'm taking Voracek. Scott, who are you taking? I looked at it the same way because Voracek is still not elite, but very, very good. And I thought, you know, you need a first line. So, yeah, he's my guy. Sound logic, Wyatt? Now that we've taken Voracek, I'm assuming you're going to take James Van Riemsdyk. The second highest player. Yes. JVR, <laughs> 100%. How do you leave an exposed? What are you doing, Philadelphia? <laughs> like, I get it. You have Ryan Ellis. Good for you. But, like, what? How do you expose JVR? <laughs> Easily one of the best former Leafs in the world. <laughs> no? Yes. I don't know, if, I don't know if, I'm, if that's supposed to make me sad or if you're, you're actually saying you think JVR is good. Um, he, he had a good then, year this last year, but he's so slow. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I go go ahead. Is it like Voracek or JVR? Either one's like an okay pick. Yeah. Ghostus Bear was another one that was a potential option for me. Um, let me see if I can. Oh yeah, I can actually announce another one of my trades now. So <laughs> after having picked Jakob Voracek, uh, the Philadelphia Flyers call up. So uh, the Philadelphia Flyers call up Ron Francis and ask, they really want the intangibles of Brett Kulak and they're going to trade Shane goes to spare in a fourth for Brett Kulak and Ron Francis accepts. <laughs> Not Kulak. <laughs> <laughs> so I managed to get uh, two flyers out of that. Um, yeah. So we'll move it along to the Pittsburgh Penguins. And I decided to change my original pick of Jason Zucker because my cap hit was starting to get a bit higher as I went through my various trades and decided to go with Zach Aston Reese instead. Um, Scott, who did you go with? I took Marcus Pedersen. Marcus Pedersen. Mm. I'm surprised. Um, Yeah. But... uh, Sure. Um, (laughs) He had some pretty good potential up until this year. I think he had a pretty down year, but who knows? He could be reinvigorated with Seattle. Um, Wyatt, who are you taking? Brandon, don't call me Chris Tanev. (laughs) (laughs) I see a theme with your nicknames. (laughs) Because we have to to solidify that bottom six. That has to be a, a really good bottom six. Yeah, especially... Knowing that you're building a team the way Jim Benning is, you need those three million plus <laughs> cap hits in the bottom six. So oh, congratulations God. on achieving that. <laughs> um, yeah, so we can move it along to the San Jose Sharks. Nothing much has changed for me based on what I was guessing was going to be available. I guess we could mention again they got Aiden Hill and traded out Joseph Cornar, but that doesn't impact anything. So um, I'm taking Ryan Donato. Scott, who are you taking? You don't want Martin Jones? <laughs> Good. <laughs> I took Radam Simic. Oh, so you're still sticking with Radam Simic. I think that's who you took before. Yep. And yeah, uh, sure. Wyatt, who are you taking for San Jose? I took Martin Jones. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> but then uh, now you're just being belligerent at this point. Like, that's just. It's just no, disgusting. But if, I, but if I pick Martin Jones, I go over the cap, which is not good. So I'll change it to Dylan Gam- <laughs> D- Dylan Gambrill. 
I hate to break it to you, Wyatt. You're going over the cap either way. <laughs> um, not, right, not right now. <laughs> <laughs> not if I pick all RFAs. <laughs> not at this right this this moment. But yeah, I need to I need to pick defensemen actually. But we have a lot of time. We have we have five teams left, so we're good. I think I have another trade to announce. Yeah, I think I've got it all lined up now at this point for this one. So Nashville has decided to trade Matt Duchesne with 25% retained salary to the Seattle Kraken for, oh, and along with their first round pick in 2023 for Adam Gaudet and Callie Yarncrock. Ooh. So I'm trading Yarncrock back to them and I'm trading them Adam Gaudet and I'm getting Duchesne 25% retained and a first round pick in two years. So there you go. Um, I think that kind of makes sense. I don't know. Um, but we'll move along to the St. Louis Blues. So here's where things get a bit spicier. Um, Vladimir Tarasenko has been left available. I don't know what he has left in him. And I am going to play it safe and take Vince Dunn because I am shocked that he was left available. I think he can be... Maybe not Shea Theodore level, but he still has a lot of offensive potential that can come out in an elevated role. Um, Scott, who did you go with? Tarasenko, baby. Yeah. Just going for the, the glitz and glamour of Vladimir Tarasenko on the Seattle Kraken. So who is your first? Is, is Vorchek still your first line right wing then? Yeah. And Tarasenko well, is your second? Or, or are you throwing Tarasenko on left wing? I think Vorchek can play either side. Okay. Tarasenko is probably a one-trick pony. Yeah. So, Wyatt, now that we've got Tarasenko off the boards, who uh, do you want to take? That pick really helped me because I was going way over the cap on that one. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I pick Roberto Bertuzzo. (laughs) Yeah, sure. Italian man. (laughs) Italian stallion. (laughs) Um. Let me see. I think I might be able to. Okay, so I am announcing another trade. <laughs> um, the Kraken have are flipping newly acquired Ryan Donato along with Eunice Donskoy for Vladimir Tarasenko and a third, <laughs> with Saint well, with St. Louis retaining twenty percent salary on Tarasenko. Um, so overpaid. Kraken. The Kraken <laughs> overpaid for Tarasenko. You think? Oh yeah. Even though I got a third and they retained 20%. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we'll move it along to Tampa Bay where there are many good players to be had. Um, I originally wanted to take Ryan McDonough, but they protected him. So I'm going to go with an equally important player of theirs, Yanni Gord, one of the best names in hockey. Um, <laughs> Very versatile, very uh, funny to say his name over and over again. The people will love him in Seattle. So, Scott, who are you taking? Uh, Yeah, I struggled with this one because there's a lot of good players available. Um, I tried to do a trade, and then I just gave up and decided Tampa's GM was probably smarter than that. So he's just going to lose one player, and he's going to lose this time Yanni Gord. All right, so Wyatt, who are you taking? Uh, I picked Cal. Don't call me Adam Foot. <laughs> Can't believe how well this gimmick is working for you. 
They're related, right? Yeah, there can't be a lot of foots yeah. in the night. <laughs> there's, well, there's so, a Nolan foot as well, but they're brothers. Yeah. yeah, so I pick, yeah, he, and I'm still under the max cap hit, so it's going real well. <laughs> Congratulations. Getting some solid players. <laughs> I, hit, I hit the minimum amount of forwards and the minimum amount of defense, and so I just need goalies now. And I have one more contract for next year to pick. You only need one more for next year? Yeah, is that crazy? I've that doesn't make sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pulling a Jim Benning and flying by the seat of my pants. <laughs> you are killing it. <laughs> All right, so I have another trade to announce. Um, I could have done this one a while ago, but I forgot about it. Um, so the Kraken are trading Colin Blackwell and Hayden Fleury to Anaheim for Jacob Perot and Josh Mahura. So this is a trade that is predicated on the fact that I realized I had too many NHL-ready players and needed some younger prospects-level players. And so, yeah, I made that trade. Um, so after that, we are moving on to the disappointing Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, they left Jared McCann exposed, and he, unless there's something I don't understand, he is a better and cheaper version of Alex Kerfoot, so I'm taking Jared McCann. Scott, who are you taking? That's how I see it, too. I kind of like what the Leafs did there. They were like, oh, you want Kerfoot? Oh, you want McCann? Well, now you can't have both. Which one do you really want? Yeah. So that was kind of cool. It is, it is kind of smart finding Kerfoot's replacement or McCann's replacement in Kerfoot before – the prices go up for that kind of thing. Like just getting him super cheap from Pittsburgh. I, I like the move. Um, Wyatt, what are you doing? Uh, I picked Kerfoot, but that makes me go over the cap, but I don't care anymore. So <laughs> <laughs> I pick Kerfoot because uh, I want you, Robin, to have a good year with, with McCann. And I think McCann is better than Kerfoot overall. That's, overall. that's too nice. Thank you, Wyatt. Yeah, why are you being nice to him? Hopefully Ron <laughs> Francis does the same. <laughs> Jesus, the Leafs must really suck if you're being nice. <laughs> the cat McCann is going to be the next uh, Zach Hyman. It's going to be great. Of course he is, former Canuck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Ooh, I, uh, I have another trade I can now formally announce. So the Kraken are flipping Billy Borgen. Rasmus Kupari, Jared McCann, and that first round pick they got from Nashville for Jack Eichel. Lame. <laughs> Boo. Uh, We're voting you off the podcast. Your trade sucks. <laughs> Although Jack Buffalo Eichel. would do that. Jack yeah. Eichel tank that dressing room, so I'll be fine. I'm sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's fair value for him. I think the Nashville pick might end up being like a 10th overall or something by then. They seem to be going on a downward tra- trajectory, so. Um, yeah, so that's my right. trade. Actually, I've I've, tra- I've changed my mind. I'll pick Dermot just to make you feel better, Clemens. <laughs> I thought you were going to announce a trade where you're going to trade away one of your high uh, your your high earners that you could fit under the cap. But I'll just I'll just trade I'll just like say a mulligan. I call a mulligan, and I okay. <laughs> we didn't I didn't mean to say Kerfoot. I actually meant to say Dermot. <laughs> Pretty sure those are allowed in hockey. I think that's how the Airplane draws <laughs> trade happened. So. <laughs> All right, um, Vancouver. So not Yay. a lot to choose from here. Oh come on! <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I like I like all of us. We've been hearing weird things about Ron Francis being interested in Braden Holtby for some reason. So I was trying to find a way that made sense for them to acquire Braden Holtby. Uh, maybe pull off a 
similar move to like the the flurry contract dump that the Pittsburgh Penguins did where they had to throw a second round pick in along with it but I ended up doing the LA Kings route instead with Jonathan Quick so I am sticking with Zach McEwen for my pick uh Scott who are you picking uh because there's shit all to choose from on the Canucks uh I went the prospect route and chose a shitty b-level prospect in Cole Lynn Oh, yes. He was supposed to be so good, wasn't he? (laughs) Fair enough. Um, Wyatt, who are you taking? I'm picking Braden Holtby, but the Canucks retain 90% of his salary. (laughs) (laughs) Because Jimbo doesn't know what the difference is between retaining salary and losing salary. (laughs) And I love how impossible that is on many levels. (laughs) Like it's that it's that Jimbo gift where he's like looking at the thing and he's making all these confused faces. <laughs> like, <laughs> wait, what? I thought we got rid of the salary, but no, they didn't get rid of the salary. Beautiful. Uh, read the teleprompter, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the Washington Capitals, um, things are fairly they're pretty much what I expected them to be. So I am going to take VTech Vanacek. Uh, Scott, how about you? Me too. Yeah, pretty predictable. Here um, comes Ovechkin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on a side note, they, they have signed Ovechkin to a seven-year, $150 million deal. <laughs> um, Wyatt, who are you taking? Uh, Phoenix Copley? <laughs> how God. is... He's probably making more money than Vitek Vanacek. <laughs> That's Dude, what I'm do you really need goalies or something at this point? What? <laughs> I, I need one more goalie. Oh. <laughs> so, actually, or I'll just take Fukali. He was good in the World Juniors. Sure. But not Craig Anderson for some veteran benchwarming experience. Yeah, glorified um, assistant coach. I'll take Zach Fukali, who's like half his age. For the or, actually, or actually, at that point, takes it in Ochara. He's on there. Oh, Big Z. But he's yeah. a UFA. Oh. Never stopped you before. Um, <laughs> so the Winnipeg Jets, Wyatt's own Winnipeg Jets. He is very happy, I believe, to see that Logan Stanley has been protected. Uh, you guys he were- said he was going to walk off the podcast if I took Logan Stanley. <laughs> so what are your thoughts on your, uh, your team's protection list there, Wyatt? I would say, like, I'm not surprised. Uh, I would... It's down. It's down to two people. It's Appleton or it's Demello. Who's getting yeah. picked? So, so I'm I'm taking Appleton. Uh, just so you know, Scott. How about you? I took Demello. So why? Who are you? The Jets over. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I really like. It's very frustrating that like Wheeler was like not going to do the whole veteran thing and be like like no move clause expose me. And like no one's gonna take that, and then they can like protect one more person, but that's frustrating. But I would probably want Appleton to, to get picked over DeMello because this the Jets have such a poor decor that they really can't lose DeMello. But I think Chevy's gonna send a send like a first and a third to protect DeMello. I think it's I think he's way too valuable to be lost. Yeah, fair enough. Um, I can now announce my final trade. So <laughs> The Kraken are flipping Mason Appleton and a fifth for Tyler Johnson with 20% salary retained and a first round pick. 
And that brings us to the final team here. Oh no, that was the final team. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not following. I'm not following very Have well. Have another one. Um, so, Scott, do you have any any additional trades that you wanted to make, or is it all? Are you all done there? All my trades were I. I had a couple in the background, but they were just to force people to pick certain players by giving up draft picks. Okay. And Wyatt, I assume you do not have any trades, or do you? Uh, a bunch of my players are going to sign for under the league minimum, so I'll meet the, <laughs> meet the <laughs> uh, because it'll just be a joy to play in Seattle. It'll be great. They get like free Starbucks and stuff like that, so that's cool. But yeah. Nice. All right, so we are now going to just take a look at the teams that we have managed to assemble and maybe just talk about what we're really excited about, what we thought we did an awesome job as armchair GM at, and uh, maybe just mention like where we would line them up, what our power play one, power play two might look like, something like that. So um, Wyatt, I know you're kind of putting this all together on the spot, but is there uh, anything that you think you're particularly proud about with your team that you've assembled? Uh, I'm only 8 million over the cap, which is like not bad. So <laughs> not bad for doing it on the spot for sure. Yeah. And like a bunch of those players can go to like the minors. Like it does. So like really, really count the cap, probably not, but What's uh, your, what is your projected cap hit? What does it say? Uh, projected cap. It is actually no 72 million. So that's okay. not bad. Nice. nice. Yeah. 72 million. And then projected gap space is 8 million. Uh, so that's my space right now. So that's kind of cool. My really funny, my longest tenured player is Matt Duchesne, which is <laughs> hilarious because that contract is so bad. <laughs> like eight million until 2025. Like that's I'm like 40 at that point. So that's insane about how he swindled that one. Uh, but yeah, I'm I, I like to think of like expansion teams not doing the Seattle and going all the way to, or no, not doing the Vegas and going all the way to the Stanley Cup final. So this is a not very good expansion team, which I think should happen. But yeah. Fair enough. Um, Scott, how are you feeling about your team? I'm pretty good about my team. I think, uh, I think it's well-rounded and probably can easily finish second in the weak, weak, shitty Pacific division. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't know. I have a, a first line that I'm happy with, with Voracek, Tarasenko, and Domi. And all the other forward lines are decent. Giordano on the back end, and Bean brings some offense, and young goalies. So, I don't know. I'm good. Fair enough, yeah. Oh, so, sorry, oh and I'm 10 million under the cap, so that seems pretty decent. I honestly am not completely sure where I'm at with the calf at this point because I did so much <laughs> wheeling and dealing. Um, I, yeah, I can just like tell you who I've got and how I'm, I, I do think I have a good team, especially if Jack Eichel can be healthy for most of, if for some of next year. Um, so yeah, my top line is looking like, I actually put Domi on the left wing and I have Domi, Eichel, Voracek, and then a second line of Duchesne, Gord, Tarasenko. And then... Bailey Tierney and Tyler Johnson rounding out the third line. So some decent options, like a decently deep team there uh, on forward. And with uh, defense, yeah, I have Giordano, Vince Dunn, Shane Ghost Despair, Jake Bean, 
Um, then some more defensive defensemen in Jeremy Lozon and Troy Stetcher to an extent. Then a couple mm-hmm. prospects and whoever Joel Hanley is. Um, and yeah, then like Chris Drieger and Jonathan Quick potentially sharing the net and a couple younger goalies in Vanacek and Kakinen. So I think it's a good team. Um, I would be open to them trading one of Kakinen or Vanacek to a team that needs a goalie. But yeah, I think there's actually a decent amount of offense on this team, like surprisingly. Um, I think they could finish second for sure in that division. But uh, yeah, I don't know where I am at cap-wise, so (laughs) (laughs) this might not be be doable. Um, I think it's probably under the cap. I don't know. I got some prospect or I got some draft picks and prospects as well along with that stuff. So yeah, I think Seattle's going to be set up to do pretty well. Um, yeah, I guess uh, maybe we should just make like, a, do you guys want to make like a, a wager to see who is most accurate in terms of their, <laughs> although I feel like I'm at a disadvantage because I threw an extra, extra like eight or nine trades on top of it. Um, yeah, maybe I shouldn't propose that. Uh, <laughs> It will be interesting to see, though, how uh, how close we get it to the actual draft when it happens. Um, mm. Yeah, you guys excited? I'm I'm excited for my first line of Matt Duchesne, JVR, and Jordan Eberle. <laughs> 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 it's Sounds like, like uh, Canada World Juniors from like 2008 yeah, or something. Yeah. <laughs> like the we'll world the laundry line. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then my second line being Nemestikov, Druin, and Dadanov. <laughs> oh, it's going to be so bad. My top four defensemen are Subban, Susi, and Nudavara, and Kukin. So I hope it happens like that. That'd be great. But, yeah. you know, I'm just really excited for Carey Price to get picked and chaos to ensue. <laughs> and for that whole Montreal fan base just to lose their collective minds yeah do you think they'll burn the city down if that happens easily <laughs> yeah cities have burned for less so <laughs> yeah. and and i guess also more i don't know vancouver they made it to game seven of the stanley cup final so i'll give them that um and but then yeah. got <laughs> burn it so, all down yeah, the old uh, the old British Columbian motto. Um, well, that's maybe touching a nerve now with all the wildfires. <laughs> like great, great nerve. <laughs> all right. Well, thanks a lot, guys, for uh, for joining me on this one. It's a lot of fun to uh, to do these. This is honestly, I enjoy this time of the year more than the actual season, which is kind of yeah, sad. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> it's really because- sad. It's like team chaos. Is that why? It's just yeah. Chaos. You just never know what's going to happen. There's, I don't, I think I also just find the, I don't know, the like trying to make numbers work and making players fit onto teams more interesting for whatever reason. I think hockey is just actually kind of boring to watch on TV is maybe what it comes down to. <laughs> <laughs> Sadly. <laughs> um, <laughs> as much as I, I do like the sport, like, don't get me wrong. I'm doing a freaking podcast on it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, thanks for joining me, guys. Um, have a good night, and uh, let's let's see how this all shapes out in two days. Right on. Yep. Thanks, Robin. <laughs>